Hello and welcome to Nested Folders, the productivity podcast about putting your stuff in folders, filing it, organizing it, and generally, hopefully, remembering where you put it. My name is Rosemary Orchard, and I'm joined, as always, by the wonderful, the amazing Scotty Jackson. Hey, Scotty. Whoa. Hi, hi, Rose, who is also wonderful and amazing. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, the stuff. I, I feel like there are, there are like two actual locations for stuff here and not here. Yes. Yes, there are so many places for your stuff. Uh, but in the meantime, if you're new, hi, welcome to Nested Folders. Uh, you can find all of our stuff on the internet, of course, at nestedfolderspodcast.com, where you have links to our entire back catalog, every single episode we've made. And um, we often link to other episodes that are related to what we're talking about in our current episode show notes. So make sure to go back and check those out. And if you really love us, then of course, you can sign up to be an unnested subscriber where we get a little bit messier every month and give you a bonus episode. So Scotty, one of the things that you said a while ago, and you're going to have to remind me of precisely what it is that you said, because I remember what it is approximately that triggered baskets everywhere. Um, <laughs> but I don't remember exactly what it was. And I think it was like you had like a desk bin or a desk basket or something under your desk for like the things that don't belong on the desk so that you've got somewhere where you can just be like, and this doesn't go here, so I'm going to put it there. Um, and then, you know, afterwards you can you can take it and, you know, good deal with it. Um, but you inspired me a while ago and it's kind of led me on a bit of a filing and organizing stuff, both physically and digitally spree, which has been very useful. But uh, yeah, I don't actually remember what it was that you originally said. Totally. It was actually advice that was originally given uh, for my son and that like I um, uh, borrowed, which was like, hey, here's an idea to help you keep your room clean, child. Take all of the stuff that's on the floor and just throw it in a bin. And then once a week, just go through the bin. That way you don't have to worry about like air quote, keeping your room clean and air quote, doing all that work. You can keep a room looking clean just by throwing everything in a bin and you're not stuffing it in a closet. And the bin is like sort of a purposeful place to do that with. Mm -hmm. And I, I heard that and I'm like, you know what? I should do that with my desk and I do. And it's wonderful. So yes. essentially what that means is that all of the stuff that I accumulate over time um, that really belongs in an inbox, probably, you know, you, uh, all of us getting things done, folk. Um, essentially, the the bin is just like an oversized inbox and everything that is on my desk that should not be on my desk just gets swept in there. And aspirationally, once a week, I go through it uh, to, you know, sort out all of the things that have accumulated there, thereby giving me a clean desk but without doing all the work about sorting through all the individual things. Yes. And I have to say, this is something that um, I found to be really, really useful. Um, and uh, there's somebody I've, I follow on TikTok because, yes, I, I have a TikTok account to you know, follow people on the internet. And um, one of the things that she says is, um, you know, most like there's there's three kinds of things that you need to deal with uh, in in your day physically. So there's the things that are trash, so you can just get rid of them. The things that have a place and the things that don't have a place. Um, and I found that a lot mm. of the problem is, is most of my things have a place, like generally. I've got pretty good at that over the years. So, you know, the scissors are on the hook in the kitchen if they're like scissors for like packages and stuff like that. Whereas the scissors in the drawer in the kitchen are for food stuff. So, you know, they're, they're separate, they're color coded and everything. So I know which ones are which. So that makes it really easy to find them. But when I temporarily need to get stuff together for something, 
So say, for example, I'm going to do um, Amazon returns. So I need to collect, um, you know, because I've got like three things I need to return to Amazon. So I need the labels for the things. I need the stuff like that's actually being returned. Uh, mm-hmm. I need the boxes. I need the tape. I need the scissors. Um, like it, it can get a little bit messy, especially when I think, you know, when I print out the labels to start with. And so I have the stuff and I have the labels like, you know. I found that actually baskets, um, much like your desk basket, are a great way to solve this problem because it means that I've got like a temporary home for these things, which means I have a temporary place, which is the place for them to go, which isn't their normal place. But then when I'm done with whatever it is, um, I can, you know, restore things back to their rightful place. And, you know, in in part of that case, it's the post office where, you know, it goes back because it's not trash, but, you know, it would be, you know, it would essentially end up being trash if I didn't return it, return it which would not be good. Um, yeah. But what, you know, but what I found, you know, is actually baskets have a huge purpose because they allow me to just group things together based on what I'm feeling in the moment is the right way to, to organize stuff. So, for example, I'm sorting laundry. Um, well, I can get baskets out and, you know, I, I usually sort laundry as I, as I you know, you know, create laundry. So I've got lights and darks and stuff. But as I'm going through things, I'm like, oh, right, well, this is delicates. Um, and this is, you know, this is knitwear. So I guess that could go in with the delicates. But let's put it separately to see how much knitwear I've got and so on. So I end up, you know, creating like ad hoc places for stuff like this, which is really useful. And I found ad hoc organization is actually something that I needed a lot more of in my life that I wasn't necessarily aware of. So, for example, I'll often bring like the the remains of my breakfast into my office in the morning um, so that I, I finish it, you know, as I'm just checking over my email and seeing how stuff is going before um, I really get started with my day. But I semi-frequently get sucked into doing other things. So I found a little basket, um, which, you know, fits, you know, my glass and plate and stuff. And then it's basically a tray with higher sides, just so if there is leftover liquid in, in one of the glasses or something and it falls over, then it's contained. Um, you know, and that is the place where that stuff goes. And then when I get up to, you know, run to the bathroom or go to the kitchen to get a glass of water, it's like, oh, right. And I'll take the tray with me because I've grouped the things together that needed to go together, which then helps me feel a lot more organized and also, it means that I don't have to do the thing where you walk around the house looking for the glass that you lost because, right. well, I know I definitely had it three seconds ago. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, I have not left this room, but somehow I have lost a glass of water. Nobody move. Where'd it go? Um, you know, and yeah, that that happens to me frequently. Um, but it's it's been very useful because, you know, I'm, I'm planning on a, I'm going on a trip in a couple of weeks and, you know, I've started collecting stuff together. So I got a couple of baskets out. Right. I mean, I will get a suitcase out. A suitcase is also a basket, but, you know, I'm collecting stuff in baskets and that's thanks to you. And I think there's a lot of digital applications for this as well. Probably before we hit digital, I, like the lightweight analog counterpoint is that like contrary to mm. your um, um, basket categorization, which is fantastic, by the way, um, I'm, I'm making things simple for myself in that I have the, just the one. Everything, and everything yep. goes in there. And the one thing that I like about it is that it provides me with a cooling off period so that right. when I go to go through the basket, inevitably I find that like 90% of the things that are in there are now actually garbage because like, okay, I don't, I don't know why I even kept this in the first place. Right. So like a, a lot of times the basket is kind of like this holding pen between something going to recycle or shred or garbage that I feel yep. bad about doing that in a moment. And I need some time to recognize that, oh, this is not something that I need to have in my life. 
So the basket allows me to experience that. Um, other than the, the, the garbage, I find that there are sort of three categories of things that end up in there. And I really like what you said about, um, you know, things that have a place, things that don't have a place and, and so on. For, for, for me, the categories that I tend to think in terms of are things that have um, ephemeral use. So if it's not garbage, mm-hmm. maybe it's like a form that I have to fill out now or um, something that needs to be acted on in the moment and then and then it no longer serves a purpose. Or maybe it's a reminder of uh, a sale that's on or an event that's happening um, after that event has passed. Again, it has, it has no use. So there's this, this sort of these ephemeral things. Then there are these future use things that um, are things that I cannot um, dispose of. Maybe they are mm-hmm. they are receipts that I have to keep because of uh, claims that have been filed. Maybe they are proof of warranty forms or something like that that for whatever reason don't exist digitally. Um, yeah, of those future use things, and and uh, so I I want to get into the digital part about that because um, I feel like I'm doing way less filing, like paper filing, here in the year 2022, which seems appropriate. Uh, because I shouldn't have to be doing a lot of paper filing. Um, mm-hmm. And then the third category and the thing that inevitably is like one of the biggest space takers is um, gear. So stuff that has ended up on my desk, but no longer needs to be on my desk, but should not be disposed of. I like your example of like getting ready for Amazon. You've got scissors and 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 tape out. So that that's mm-hmm. a great example of gear or um, because I'm a desk optimizing junkie, inevitably I have like three or four different tray organizers or pen cups or so on that I have tried to see if they're sticking or not, or if they're useful right now or not. And they go in and out of the basket <laughs> depending on my feelings, yeah. I suppose, um, as well as uh, the inevitable collection of USB micro cables, which I seem to acquire three or four of a week somehow. I don't even know how that happens. Um, they breed. That's I, how it happens. Honestly. They, they breed, and, and in doing so, they, they, they tangle themselves together um, and become a nerd nest. It, it's such a problem. They really need to be much better trained. It's brutal. Like I, like, I know it's super annoying with Apple not including, like, wall charge it like AC adapter plugs anymore. I, I understand the air quote intent. Let's be optimists for a moment that it's like an mm-hmm. environmental play. I wish anyone who had anything with a USB micro interface would take the same cue though, because like I have, I have a zillion, I have 8, please do not give me yeah. another one. I do not need another USB micro cable. Yeah. Yeah. And if you give me a USB-C cable, please let it only be one that is like very special for your device. Like the, the yeah. one for the display that I got, that that one's fine. But all the other USB-A to USB-C ones, just no. <laughs> yes. Correct. Correct. So, yeah. So I've got these ephemeral use things, which mean like mm-hmm. I need to, I need to, those are like basically actions. And then I've got future use things, which means those are like filing and keep ems. And then I've got like, yeah. like gear and have to keep stuff. So that's just got to be put away. And then again, the lion's share is garbage. Um, but yeah. I feel like um, less of it is inboxy in that getting things done sense of like stuff that needs to be acted on because almost yeah. all of that is happening digitally for me, either digitally or in my notebook, like in a, in a, in a bullet journal. All the other yeah. things like stuff that gets swept into the basket are generally unactionable because that's just not where action lives. So I don't run into that problem of like oh no when i go through the basket so 
When I say aspirationally, mm-hmm. I go through it once a week. That truly is aspirational. In reality, yeah. I'm often going through it like maybe once a month, which again is a signal to me of like, do I really even need this stuff? Um, so I, so, it, so it, again, it gives me a shortcut to a clean space with stuff that I probably never really needed in the first place. Yes. And I think that's the thing. Sometimes it does take you just a little bit of time to let go of something because, for example, I got a Synology, a new Synology recently. And so I have the packaging. Um, and what am I doing with the packaging? Well, I don't intend to keep the packaging. This is not a long term thing. But if there's a problem in the next couple of weeks, then I'm shipping that that thing back. Oh, yeah. And so I'm going to need the original packaging around, but I don't want to keep it. So I found a temporary storage location for it. And that's fine. So it's both not trash, but it will be trash, but I need to keep it for a bit. That's Um, a great example because I'm always keeping like boxes, like all the things that came in, like even if it's like the paper manual or the like, the like organizing like packaging and stuff inside the box. I'm always keeping that for the first, you know, two to three weeks just in case. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Great example. Um, And I found... And I found like there's there's other things, you know, where I'm setting up um, some smart home stuff for my parents. So I've ended up with like a little uh, tray that's got, um, you know, like the the smart home hub that I've got for them. And I've managed to get some of the sensors and I'm just waiting on, um, you know, one of the other bits. Um, and then it'll be like, OK, here is a complete package. Here you go. Happy birthdays. Because uh, my parents have their birthday three days apart. So, you know, I get to cheat this year and, and get them some really fancy stuff for their birthday and combine it together. It's very convenient um, of them. You should thank it it for is that. very convenient of them. Yes, I should. Um, and I do. But it's, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, I've got like this thing and it's not ready to wrap up yet because I've not finished setting it up because there's that missing part that I need. But I like it's not mine, so I don't have somewhere to put it. And one of the things, of course, that I have is uh, out of sight, out of mind. If I don't see it, it doesn't exist um, to an extent. Um, you know, like underwear, I remember exists, even though it's in a drawer. But if I put this stuff away, then I will not remember it exists. So when that other piece arrives, I should be like, huh, I guess I should go find that stuff. Mm. And then, you know, the eve of the birthdays, I will be, uh, you know, running around the house like a loon going, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? <laughs> um, so, you know, that that would not be great. So, yeah, I found that that can be really handy. And also when I'm just setting stuff up for myself, you know, I've had... One bank holiday weekend recently, we talked about that on on the unnested episode of, you know, not having a plan and still getting a bunch of stuff done. Um, but I had a bunch of baskets for that where I was able to, like, go grab some stuff. And it was like, yep, so all the things that I need to do X are here because I enabled myself to do the stuff by having the ability to collect things. And mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily collect everything all at once, but I knew, like, this basket is for this kind of stuff. That basket is for stuff related to that project and stuff. So I could just, you know, grab it and go. But I found that this can be a really sensible thing to do on my devices as well. Um, and and sometimes, you know, you mentioned ephemeral stuff where you just need it for a bit. And I found that a lot of the notes that I make, they're good for like 24, 48 hours mm-hmm. at most. And after that, I don't care. And actually, like a significant portion of the notes that I make are like this. So um, I'm a heavy user of the Drafts app on on iPhone. And what I've done is I've created um, uh, two custom actions, actually, which um, I've set up inside of the um, the Drafts widget um, so that I can um, actually um, like run those actions from the widget, which creates either a new draft or a new draft with the contents of my clipboard. These are almost identical to the, the built-in ones, except for the fact that they also add a tag called temporary. 
um, to it. Um, and I do have another button there, which is like, you know, um, um, for intended for notes that I'm going to want to keep around. Um, but I found that by just assuming that the vast majority of the things I create are temporary and then those get deleted after 48 hours. So periodically when I, you know, ha run various other scripts, one of the scripts that runs goes through drafts and finds anything with a temporary tag that hasn't been edited within the last 48 hours and just nukes it. Just moves it to trash. That's it. It'll sit in my trash for 30 days. So, you know, I've got a safety net there. Um, but, you know, that honestly deals with a whole bunch of stuff for me. And that's really useful. Um, mm -hmm. And so, you know, I've been able to do that because, you know, I was able to take a little step back and go, wait, hang on a second. Do I actually need to file these things? Do these things actually need organizing or maybe can I just get rid of them? Right. And it turned out that actually after I've used them and I've been able to reference them, I can just nuke them and we're good. We're done. That's it. So I've I've avoided the organizing problem by not organizing them. That's, <laughs> but that's, that's awesome. Okay. That's awesome though. Like and I think I think having those digital baskets is is wonderful. So um and, and it wasn't until you suggested this 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 episode topic that I started thinking about, you know, how, well, what is my like digital like way of doing that? Or like, what is my way of doing that for information? And then I realized very quickly, well, that's, that's probably why I really like the bullet journal method so much is because mm. all I have to do with a thing that comes into my mind is put it in my daily log. There it goes. Yep. And if it has some sort of meaning, like it's very easy to review. There it is sort of, sort of captured. And I've, and I've been, and I've been taking my, um, my bullet journal practices and making them uh, more digital because, um, and because that's more scalable uh, for me and because, mm -hmm. uh, because, because shortcuts are magical and because yeah. um, I, 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 so um, uh, you, you talked about your shortcut with the, with the um, temporary tag that that's really cool. So for me, I'm doing, uh, I'm building a daily log in agenda now, and then I've got a, um, uh, and thanks Thanks, macOS A, for adopting shortcuts, and B, for allowing me to trigger shortcuts with a hotkey. That's super cool. Oh, so yeah. now I have a, a quick capture um, shortcut that um, takes uh, input, and then if I denote it as an action, it creates a reminder and adds it to the daily log as well. So if an idea comes into my mind, yeah, I can just dump it there, and then I don't have to think about where does this go. Um, I, can, I can do that sort of thinking later. Um, and and so in that way, it's like that digital basket of like if I don't know where it goes, I know where it goes, and that makes yes. um, that makes all the difference because I think in in the moment if I'm if I'm struggling with like oh gee a thought has appeared and it's of this sort and this type where does that go what it, well, oh I don't have that up open or something like that if, if I have too much friction about it I'm just going to abandon it and then it's going to be lost forever because future me will have future me will consider itself so much himself so much wiser uh, than me now. Yes. Uh, and so if that isn't in future me's brain, then there's probably a reason for that. Um, so future me is terrible. So, so it's, <laughs> it's really important that I have that, um, that digital basket equivalent um, so that I don't have to consider where does this go? Uh, and instead it just gets dumped there no matter what. And then I can deal with the dumping uh, later. And, and reading through all of this stuff is hardly laborious. No, no. And that's just it. You know, it's it's one of those things where often, you know, sometimes the, the, the thing is actually that I don't need this this thing at all. Okay. Um I, I just needed to get it out of my head. Um and that's what, you know, quick capture and stuff is for. 
But sometimes I do actually need to like collect some stuff digitally because, you know, I'm putting something together for my accountant or, um, you know, you've asked me, um, you know, how would I do this kind of automation? So I'm making some screenshots and I've I've got an example script or something that I'm sending you and so on. And so I need like somewhere where I can dump all that stuff. But like folder for that sort of thing, eh, could do, maybe not. Um, but there's there's two different solutions that I use for stuff like that digitally. Um, and one of them is Yoink, um, which is a great shelf app. Um, and this is available on iOS as well as Mac OS. Um, and it just sort of floats around on the side of your screen um, and, um, you know, gives you a place where you can put stuff. So if you start dragging like a file or a folder, um, then you, you can just drop it onto Yoink and you're done. Um, I say you're done, you're not, because it will sit in Yoink until you then drag it somewhere else, which is great for the, I need to collect these three things to send to this person um, scenario that pops up every once in a while, you know, got a complicated email to reply to or something. Um, and so so that's one solution. And I like this because it also exists on iOS as well. Um, and uh, especially on Mac, when you drag the things out, they're gone from there. So it's very much a temporary holding place. Um, but there's another one that I've used as well, which is Unclutter. Um, and Unclutter can be uh, quite a, a nice way to do this because there's also a space there for notes. Um, and if you are somebody who's used like a, just a folder full of Markdown notes uh, before, um, then this can you know link to that so that you have all of your notes and files there and your clipboard history and stuff. And it's just at the top of your monitor on your Mac. Um, and that... Both of those, actually, I believe, are in setup. Um, so if you happen to have setup, that's quite useful. But I found like temporary folders and stuff can be very useful um, for all sorts of things. Um, and so I actually have a folder now. Um, and um, I've experimented with a few places to put this, but I've ended up just throwing it in Dropbox called Temp. And inside of that, I create subfolders. And then when those folders are more than 48 hours old um, and or and or nothing's happened in side of those folders in 48 hours bye bye folder it just disappears so i copy things to that rather than moving things to it unless you know i i don't care about it afterwards um and that really just makes life much easier because i found quick ways to just temporarily organize the stuff because honestly most of the things that i'm keeping will end up in the right place pretty quickly because i've set up solutions to make sure that the files end up in the right places for example when we record nested folders uh, Audio Hijack puts the file in the right folder for us. So I don't need to think about that. It's just done for me. Um, mm. And that has helped with things like that a lot. Um, and it does the same thing for all of my podcasts, of course, um, because, you know, I don't want to have to think about this on a regular basis. So I don't because, you know, that's what I've set up my system to handle for me. See, that's, that's really good. And I I, th I think if, if nothing else, I think what I'm taking away from a lot of this is that... Um, mindful reflection on what one's workflow is and how one yes. might make that easier is what this is really all about. So take, taking the time to step back and say, how is it that I'm working? How can I make that yeah. easier on myself? And I mean, I, I, I know I say this, I say this a lot, but like for me, the, the power is in having rules and defining those rules and then adhering to them. So, and the rules are mine. They may not work for anyone else. Um, but but I have them. And so once I know what they are, then it becomes easier for me to navigate my day bit by bit because, um, because every little step isn't something that I need to decide in the moment. Because that for me, that's where I will get worn out. I will get worn out by having to make decisions. 
where did, what is this? Where does it go? What does it mean to me? Am I going to need it next week? Mm-hmm. Um, all, the more I think of that, even, even just like a little bit or subliminally is, is going to be, um, it's going to be brutal and it's going to wear me out. And then I'm going to avoid work and I'm going to end up with a desk piled up with a whole lot of garbage. I'm going to end up with a downloads folder filled with a whole lot of garbage and I'm going to have a mind that's filled with a whole lot of garbage. So being able to like take a step back and say, um, I'm going to simplify this by making some rules for myself. And here's where things are going to go no matter what. And then, and then if that is problematic, okay, where do I need to subdivide in order to make things even a little bit easier? I would say that this is a great thing to iterate on as well. Like I have seen it yes. as we go through our house, for example. So we went through um, our basement shelves and like all, almost to the point where each shelf has a defined purpose or category of things on it. So it is very clear to glance at it. What is there? What And therefore what is not there? Um, and if I find something on the ground, it is very clear where that goes. So that categorical thinking, um, that you talked about, um, I can very well apply to physical spaces too. I know we went digital now we're kind of swinging back a little bit, but, um, we've been going through closets, same thing. This side and section of the closet is for pet things. This side and section of the closet is for home care things like cleaning and it is like organized and visible what is there. And to your point about um, baskets, I mean, that's been a huge tool for us because all of the things can go into that basket. It becomes like a portable shelf, right? So now I've got like home care things are in this box. I put this box on that shelf. Boom. I don't have to see it. Yeah. It's it's away which is great because yes. again, like I think, I think my mind thinks in like a, a, a quadrant and I, I really should sketch this out of like, there is either now or not now. And then there is either here or not here. And that's it. Like that's, yes. that, that's, that's all I got. Yeah. yeah. It's like the, the, what is it? The, the, the urgent and important matrix. Um, exactly. Only, you know, <laughs> it's the Eisenhower it's matrix, but for ADHD brains. So, yes. <laughs> so um, if, it, if it is uh, now, but not here, how do I, how do, where do I, do I know where to go to retrieve that sort of thing? Um, mm-hmm. If it is not now and here, how do I get it away? But in a way that um, is like, uh, am I going to be able to get it when, when the time is now? Um, yes. And then if it is like not now and not here, then no hair, don't care. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. it is, yeah. it is yeah. gone. Not now and not here may mind. as well just not exist. <laughs> I return no. Like there's, there's just it's like it's, there's just nothing. That's fine. That's great. That's that's like the that that's the if it's not now and not here, then I am living my best life. That is exactly what I want things to be. Um, and but then the question also becomes like if it is now and here, well then why am I not doing it? Like so what's what's so what's the problem, kid? But that's uh that's another episode. Yes. Yeah, exactly. But I have to say, you know, there is, um, you know, a lot that doesn't necessarily occur when you're doing things, but when you, you know, take two minutes to review something, then you might actually spot that there's a pattern with what you're doing. Um, Mm -hmm. And automation can absolutely come into play with this. So a lot of my digital things that I keep 
are just magically managed with a combination of Hazel, Devonthink, Keyboard Maestro. Those are my big ones. Um, but other simple things like having a default place where I save this kind of file. Like I have my own personal default and then there's a great app called Default Folder X actually, which I use um, because um, that, that actually has default folders built in for things um, so that you can you know, magically, um, make the, make that stuff happen. Um, but sometimes it is just taking a moment to think about things like that so that you, you actually know what it is that you are doing, um, when it comes to that, because otherwise, you know, you, if you, if you don't have your own personal defaults of how I file and organize these things, then what's going on? You know, do you know what you're going to do? Are you living in chaos? Is that okay? Does that cause extra stress? Because I found it's one of these things. I am not na naturally a neat and organized and tidy person. That's mm -hmm. not me. You know what I hate? Having a very unorganized and messy house. Why? Because my brain is out to get me. That's why. Right. Um, but, you know, but like finding defaults so that I can make it so that, you know, like, well, this thing goes here and this is not the perfect place for it. But you know what? If it goes there, then that enables it to get from here to there. And that's where it's supposed to go. So that's, you know, that's that's the thing. It's the 80-20 rule as well. Like how much how much does this stuff need to be filed and organized? Or is 80% of it really not stuff that you need to keep? So actually you only need to be looking at 20% of it. That's that's another question for you. That's true. I then, but then the challenge question is which twenty? Oh yeah. Woof. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Which twenty percent? Well, trial and trial and error. Maybe you'll know. <laughs> like for example, I know. Um, I mean, it's more thirty three sixty six uh, rule for for this podcast. When I record this podcast with you, Scotty, I have three files. Two of them I don't care about. They go in a folder um, and we hope that they'll never get used because there are backup files. But that one file, that one goes in a folder um, so that, you know, you have access to it and the editing magic happens thanks to you. And then we end up with an episode. So I only care about that one file out of the three files I'm creating. I need to create all three files because if I don't create three files, we don't have backup. Right. But by, you know, by by thinking, actually, no, I don't need to think about two of these files, then I was able to be like, actually, I don't need to put these into the same folder even. I can put them into a totally different folder and just not care about them ever again. And so I do. Um, and that that's one of those things where, you know, magic really can happen when you just take a little bit of extra time to think, do I need to file and organize this stuff? If so, how? And is it temporary or is it permanent? Right. Well, Hopefully you have enjoyed this episode of Nested Folders. Um, thank you for listening all the way to the end. We greatly appreciate that. And as always, you are welcome to come find us on the internet and ask us questions. We love questions. And of course, if you um, want to, then you can ask special questions, which go into our AMA for our unnecessary subscribers, where we will then actually take an entire episode to answer your question. Yes, truly, you get our magic for a whole episode. Don't we love it? Um and uh, yes, so feel free to send that in. Please, uh, we would love those to be sent in through the AMA on um, nestedfolderspodcast.com slash unnested. Um, but there are some other ways to get in touch with the show. That's through our contact form on our on our website and also on Twitter on, uh, at Nested Folders. Scotty, where can people find you online? Uh, I may be found online at heyscottyj.com and also by the same name on Twitter at heyscottyj.com. How about you, Rosemary Archer? 
Uh, the best place to find me is rosemaryorchard.com, which has links to all the things I do online, including the podcasts. And of course, you can also find me on micro.blog and Twitter with the usernames Rosemary Orchard. Amazing. We'll be back in two weeks, folks. Goodbye.